Hello, heroes, and welcome to the second part of Campaign Flashback, Scars on Socorro, a Trist Valentine adventure. I'm Kat Cool, your host and typically your game master. Not this week, though. This week, James has the reins. Before we jump into things, first, let me tell you about utter nonsense. Ever wondered what it's like to see your friend orgasm or take a poop? Reveal these mysteries and more with the Chicago-born party game Utter Nonsense, currently available at Target stores nationwide. Next, we're going to be getting back to adventures with the whole Minot crew in just a few weeks. If you'd like to get in Tony Vornskier motivations, you can do so either by sending them to GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com or by using the hashtag T-O-V-O-M-O on Twitter. Now, it's time for James and I to thank our spectacular Patreon backers. Yeah, okay, show off. Martin Tegelge. Thank you so much. Yeah, you tell her. If that's wrong, you tell her immediately. James McGee. Hey, James. Uh, he's another person who is so kind enough to uh, correspond with us on a regular basis. Thank you so much, James McGee. Stephanie Midlock. Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you. Yaniv. Yaniv, thank you so much. Thank you. Luke McClung. Thank you so much. John Conway Bateman. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. Angie Panado? Angie Panado. No, Angie Petanato. Pen- Thank you, Angie. Pen- uh, yeah, you're right. Petanato. It's okay. Angie Petanato. Should we ever put a disclaimer that you're dyslexic? Uh, g- <laughs> Do people know <laughs> If that? there's a time... Wow, people weeks, weeks after being furious about me mispronouncing their name. James severely uh, dyslexic. I am very, very dyslexic. Uh, and I, something I admire about him is how much he, he reads, considering that it is difficult for him. Let's, I've been his best friend for a long time, but he loves stories so dang much that he persists, and it's uh, pretty cool of him. Angie Pettinato, thank you. Thank you. Scott McClure. Scott McClure. I know how to say McClure. Thanks, Thank man. you, Scott. Antonio Fernandez. Thank you. And Antonio actually played a game with me once. We oh, played cool. we played Fiasco. Very cool. Thanks. Jacob Lagat. Thanks so much. Thank you. Ryan Chavez. Thank you so much. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Transportation. After reconnecting with Tristan Valentine's terrifying former employer, Tanner Langley, the eventual crew of the Minoc have their assignment to locate the pirates who have been interfering with Langley's shipments and make an example of them. But even out of desperation, even with everything on the line, even being fugitives from the Empire, do our boys have the stomach for wet work? We arrive at the secondary like warehouse where the speeder is, is housed. Um, what does it look like? Uh, so this place is a derelict ship, and a lot of the doors on it have had huge locks just stuck onto them. It's really the core iron structure of the ship that remains. The doors look thick, difficult to cut into. If you had a lightsaber, you might be able to slowly move one of these open, but nobody with their regular uh, skullduggery kits are going to be able to get yeah. through any of these locks. We track the uh, lock that corresponds to the key. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Remember where we parked? No, yeah, I, heard we... It, I heard it somewhere down there. Uh, well, no, the I iron, think it was this way. Iron is deceptive, okay? It's going to bounce the sound around. We can't depend on that. <laughs> Okay, someone just pinged mine. Oh, they... The car, I think, beeps me back. Oh, it's looking for us. Aw. <laughs> we used the uh, tracking device <laughs> to get, of the boop boop sounds to open, to go to the, uh, approach the right door, and I slide the key into the lock. Woo! 
Oh, we're the millionth customer. We win. <laughs> and like open up the door. The door rattles open and you see an airspeeder. Oh, I think a bunch of little critters like run Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a, a couple of, a family of raccoon. Yeah. Yeah, you have an Incom T-47 airspeeder. It's one of these triangular looking ships with a silhouette of two. So this is quite a bit smaller than other ships that uh, you might find. You open it up. Uh, this does look like an older model. Uh, it does have some weapons on it. Just a regular turret, but you know it's serviceable. It doesn't have power windows. You have to roll yeah, it's them. Yeah, you gotta windows. roll them down. I look at it. Well, this is a hunk of junk, but it's better than I expected. It'll get us there. Well, then maybe you won't mind me taking it off your hands. Whoa, Whoa buddy. We'll flip a dark side point. Uh, what do we see? A human bounty hunter who is bald. Uh, it looks like he's got some cybernetic implants on his head. Cool. He's got two goggles and fairly decent looking armor. He's he's pointing a blaster at you guys. From whoa, behind. Whoa, whoa, whoa. From, from basically from down the hall. Yeah. We don't want any trouble, man. Well, then you might want to hand over the keys to that airspeeder and skedaddle on out of here. Okay, that didn't sound very tough when you said skedaddle. You seem like a man that can be reasoned with. How about this? I've got a bargain for you. Great. I've got this scratch-off lottery ticket. I will scratch it off right here. If it's a winner, you keep the money. You let us keep the ship. You if think it's I a... was born yesterday, Rodian? You don't have fingernails. Well, I'm going to use no a... intent of scratching off that lottery ticket. I'm going to use a coin. Can I borrow a coin? Because we have no money. <laughs> we... And our coins? Do coins exist? <laughs> They're, they're credits that are little bars of gold. We've all seen that in Clone Wars. This is very practical. Yes. Look, we don't want any trouble. You want the ship? It's yours. Take the ship. Or you could take this lottery ticket, which could be worth two, three, four million credits. Put the put the keys to the ship and the ticket on the ground and back out of here. Well, and we'll call it even. You can't take both. Well, I have a gun. I'll, and okay. you don't. So, yes, I can. I'll and kick, yes, I will. I put the keys on the ground. I'll kick the keys over to you. I kick the keys down a sewer grate. <laughs> there's like, there's not a sewer grate, but there's like an air grate in the floor or like a drainage grate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they may not go down very far, but I do like kick them down a thing. Ching, 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 ching. We like, ching, we all like perk our ears up and listen as it falls down. Ploip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the ship, the ship locks. Okay. That was an accident. I did not mean to do that. Here's what we're going to do. You take the, you take the lottery ticket. You help me open up the sewer grate. <laughs> I'll climb down there, get the keys, and then you can continue robbing us. I think I'm just going to shoot you. Okay. There's another option. Smoke grenade. <laughs> we don't have Does any anyone have a smoke no. grenade? No? I have we some... do not have smoke grenades. Do you want some... Uh, Trist, I think this is a perfect time for you to make a cool check. Oh, yeah. This is exactly how cool would be used. Uh... Is you're having what seems like an amiable conversation with this guy. Two and two. Two failures and two. Two failures. Threats. Oh, uh, this guy just has an advantage. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Trist, like, kicks the keys down the thing, and he's like, okay, here's what we should, here's what we're going to do. I'll pop open that sewer grate, go down there, fish out the keys, bring them back, and then you can continue to rob us. How does that sound? I think I'm just going to shoot you. Okay, before you do that, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> and? <laughs> Tris pulls out his blaster and tries to shoot him. Cool. <laughs> Let's have everybody roll an initiative check really quick. I'm going to ask every time. What does oh that go God. off of? Uh, that goes off of either vigilance or cool. In this circumstance, I believe it is cool. That feels right. 
nothing. I think it may work that you can do either or. I think you can always do vigilance if you have better vigilance, but you can do cool if you have better cool. Well, I mean, either way, you know, we. I I have three I successes and three advantages. Two successes and four advantages. Absolutely nothing. Wash. So is there anything that we want to decide about the environment right now? Yes. So uh, during the battle, um, the key fob that we knocked into the sewer is currently shorting out. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a remote start on the, uh, uh, um, the airspeeder. airspeeder that we're doing. So first thing that happens is the remote start activates on the airspeeder and all of the doors like pop open. So the thing is open. The second thing that happens is that the radio turns on as soon as the uh, thing is on, and it's playing some, like... Wasting away again. <laughs> I was going to say fight music. Bell. I was going to say fight music, but I love I love just, like, yeah. Searching for my lost shaker of salt. And I want to be clear that it's that song. It's not a Star Wars version of, like, searching for my lost croissant. It's not that. Yes. It's, like... It's Jimmy Buffett's Margaret. <laughs> Beaming to you all the way from the Milky Way galaxy. <laughs> A little planet called Planet Earth. Some people claim <laughs> that there's a But I know it's my own damn fault. I don't think we could legally play any of that on the uh, show. Trist, you have the surprise round, so... Uh, uh, yeah, Trist is going to take a shot. Yes. Uh, two is the thing? It's going to be two. Actually, uh, one of those is red. One of the purples? Yes, one of the purples will one be red. Green. No, oh. Because uh, I'm flipping a dark side point. It's a success and mm-hmm. one disadvantage, it looks like. Okay. It's a success and two disadvantages. Ooh. Even spookier. Your shot uh, hits this guy in the shoulder. Your shot hits him in his armor, and, like, you see it burn into the armor, but he doesn't, like, flinch or move at all as he lines up a shot against you. It's Bacta's turn. Bacta is going to, like, his, his instincts are kicking in. Since this is a trap, he's going to look around to see if there are other people. Um, so he grabs some cover inside the locker um, and starts uh, looking for other people. Um, with that, uh, Lenik, it'll be your turn. I, I want to look around. Is there anything that I can use as like a, an improvised weapon? Yes. So we all we have a ton of advantages. So depending on what you want to grab, uh, and we'll just take a certain amount of advantages. A bomb? No, I want to grab a like a just a long metal pipe. Yeah. You see inside this locker, there are a bunch of uh, pieces of equipment just lying around, and one of them is a pipe that looks like it was cut on a very severe angle and ends in a long point. So it's your sword without all of the bells and whistles. So yeah, you you get that. That's like a move action okay. or a free action. I want, let's do it. I want to swing at him. Uh, the difficulty on this is going to be... I'm going to say this is this is also two because you have to get up in his personal um, space. Since the pipe is pure metal, mm-hmm. can I activate my shock gloves? For, yes. I, will I guess that'll that. be once it hits, if it hits. Yeah. Which it does. Yeah. Uh, that is a success and three advantages. How much damage does that do? So it's the regular damage on your sword. Uh, 
Two. And uh, it's two plus your bronze, so yeah. that's five. Oh, okay. Five plus the success, so that is six. Uh, so, But it, it does crit at two, and I got three advantages. So you can uh, make me roll on the crit table. Okay. But you guys missed that. All right, that is a 72. Uh, but we also actually got fan submissions, so let's just take a look at those. It looks like the crit will damage his weapon. You swing at him with this very lethal-looking pipe, and he shoves his uh, gun up to block it, and it hits harder than he expects, and it cuts the gun clean in half. So he has to, like, uh, step back and reassess his situation. Uh, um, would it, do, do I get any extra damage for the shock gloves? Uh, so you're, you're getting one damage through um, oh, because gotcha. one damage ba- bypasses his soak. Uh, the shock gloves would allow you to go after strain instead of going after his uh, wound points. No, I just want to kill this dude. Okay. He takes... A point of damage. We are back. Has to, he acted yet? He he has not acted, but he also lost his weapon. Uh, on his turn, he uh, he like looks he looks around and he starts running back to a case of equipment. He opens up a long box and he hastily starts assembling a sniper rifle. Oh. A sniper rifle. <laughs> So that's the end of his turn. Uh, at the start of the next initiative pass, there's fire coming down from above you guys. So um, at the end of the first round of uh, of combat, we'll do a round by round, like quick real time recap of what happened. Okay. Um, so keys go down. Uh, you hear the boop boop, and the car like comes on. The doors open up, and it's like a nibbling all sponge cake. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> Watching the sun break, and like back, just looking up. Uh, all of these tourists covered in oil. <laughs> and you crack his gun in half, and he like looks at his gun and runs and grabs another gun. And then it's uh, strum and mustic string, and then shots start firing from above us. All right, so it is a PC slot up at the top. After after these guys attack, I am going to roll their attack real quick. Can I do my uh, sidestep to suffer a strain to make them yes. go up a difficulty? So I will actually just have them target you. Cool. Uh, no, they, they miss. Oh, uh, They miss with one advantage. Uh, so they're firing on you. You have to duck back against the wall. You're going to have a black die to your next attack. Nice. Next up is PC a PC slot. slot. Yeah, uh, I'll take it. Does, does it matter? I don't know. I don't, um, think so. I don't think so. I'll take it, and I'll uh, shoot up at some of the people that are shooting down at us. Is this right, my dice pool? Yes. Nice work. Ooh, okay. So that's one disadvantage and two successes. Uh, uh, yeah, so two successes, so five uh, damage up there. And who, who are you firing at? Uh, the people above. The people above? Yes, or one of the people above. Okay, um, so you don't kill them. Sure. Uh, the, these guys are minions. You Oh, wait, you only need to... Well, they absorb. So I think you need to hit ten damage to kill one of these minions because they're going to be soaking like normal. Mm-hmm. But you, you're firing up and sparks are raining down around you as carb, the, the ground around you is also being scored with carbon. And as I'm uh, firing, I'm moving uh, and to try to get somewhat like away from this general open area that they're firing down, like into any sort of cover that I can. Yeah. There are are a lot like there are a lot of boxes around here if you want to duck into a box it's going to give you cover yeah i'll do that okay 
Um, so that will increase the difficulty of shooting against you by one as well. Johnny, uh, we've got a PC slot. Back to we'll go at the at the last PC slot. Okay, so he's assembling a sniper he's rifle. He's trying right to assemble a sniper yeah, rifle. Yeah, I want to run up to him. How how far is he from me? Like He's like one movement action okay. away from you. Oh, also so, disadvantages when all the sparks start raining down. Those are the disadvantages, right? Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. It's harder, harder to, to see shoot. them. Uh, so I want to run up to him and take my pipe and swing it at his legs. So I want to try and like I want to try and make him prone and also hopefully break a kneecap or something. Very very violent. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Do you not have any yellow dice? To, that's right, you don't. Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> it is crazy. Uh, that is a failure with two advantages. So you're, you're like trying to swing low, but this thing is unwieldy. Uh, so you actually, like, he's in the middle of trying to assemble his gun very, very quickly, and he ducks, and your pipe clangs against the wall, like, right right in front of his face. And then we have Bacta, who was uh, looking for people to attack above. These people are going to be a longer range increment, so that is going to be three difficulty dice against his dice. So, success with no disadvantages. Bacta fires up and he shoots one, like somebody, but it is a non-lethal shot. Uh, you can hear, you can see like these uh, blaster fire connecting with them, but them not going down. They've got really strong armor on, and uh, that's the end of this. Oh no, no, actually, the guy, the guy uh, uses a move action to complete his gun. He is going to fire on you, Lenik. He does have a disadvantage um, because he is using a long-range weapon close up. That's a complete wash. So he fires on you, but he misses. How does he miss? He was trying to use the scope. <laughs> <laughs> and he there's a on the wall behind us, there's a poster of like a sexy Rodian lady <laughs> leaning on like a spaceship. <laughs> And he sees, like, just the face. The Rodian face, And yeah. he thinks that it's me, so he it whizzes right past me and burns a hole through the poster. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, like, you, you have a moment where you're standing right next to that poster, and you, like, kind of look at it and see that its face is burned away and freak out. So it's... Pew, 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 pew! Strumming my six string. Pew, pew! Uh, <laughs> on my front porch swing. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Clang! Uh... Smell those shrimp, they're beginning to boil. (laughs) (laughs) They've got strong armor! (laughs) (laughs) New initiative. Or new round. (laughs) New round. So yeah, the people from above, again, try and fire down on uh, Tristan Bacta. Uh, I'll sidestep again, take another strain. Make it a little harder for them. But they also get a black die because I'm in cover. Oh, yeah, that's right. Abalacti. Okay. This one might actually hit. Yes, this one hits with an absurd amount of disadvantages. With four disadvantages. Nice. The damage is going to be uh, nine damage coming at you. And be sure to preserve whatever damage you had from last thing uh yeah so where, where does it hit you trist so uh trist had ducked into um this uh, box essentially thinking it would uh, provide him good cover mm-hmm. um but they like two of them up there right they yeah. focus fire and they like rip the box to shreds so he's taking like blaster burn on his back as he like uh 
ducks and rolls out of the box. But with all the disadvantages, there were these like sparks that were coming down. Their like blaster fire kind of like clears a path so that there's like he Trist now has a good uh, view of, of them up again. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say like so much blaster fire, all these sparks, like they were hiding behind what is essentially this metal sheet, and one of their one of your blaster shots from earlier hit a chain on it. The metal sheet has fallen away, and now you have a very direct and clear aim of of uh, right at them. Uh, do you want to go, Johnny? Or sure, sure. So I I turn back from looking at the poster. I make I look him in the eyes, and I I just want to give him another wallop in yeah. the legs, man. You're just still going for a leg, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'll do it. So that's a success with three, three dis- threats. <laughs> three threats. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Threat. So, so that's five damage. Plus one from the a success. So you, again, are going to be doing uh, one damage to him. All right. You know, success by inches, guys. So, yeah, like you, you're swinging for the legs and uh, it slices open uh, his pants, uh, which you can see are not smuggler's pants. Mm. Um Right, right above his knee, and like there's a small gash. Uh, he falls back a little bit and starts to ready his shot. Uh, but Bacta is gonna go before that. He aims at uh, the crew above him. Uh, now that's like, oh, the the disadvantages. You sl- you sliced him across the leg. He drops a flashbang and uh, covers his eyes. It goes off. Uh, you're, you've been hit by the flashbang. You are going to have uh, two black dice on your next action because you're a little bit disoriented. All right. So back to finally, we have a palpable hit here. Back to hits with three successes and three disadvantages. So he shoots up uh, and kills one of these guys. Uh, the guy tumbles down uh, and like he hits a bunch of crates that are on top of him uh, that are on top of us and rolling off these crates are these plastic barrels right above Bacta so the barrels all fall down and he has to duck and cover himself so he uh, he's going to be prone and take disadvantages to his next action next up is this guy who readies his shot against Lenik all right not look good for me it certainly does not uh that is uh, that hits with two successes that is 11 damage uh trist um uh rolls out of uh like comes out of the roll uh guns blazing and is shooting the remaining guy up there three successes and uh three advantages which is enough to trigger his second weapon so he does 10 damage and blasts that guy with Bless both that blasters. Guy, yeah, right. That, the other guy dies. How does he die? So this guy, so the first guy, like, fell out of the, uh, like, off like of the balcony. or whatever, yeah. Um, and, uh, like, it was like, ah! Like, fell, hit the barrels and knocked everything loose. Mm-hmm. Trist blasts that guy, and the guy, like, sways. And Trist is like, yeah! He's about to come over the uh, the balcony and, like, make a cool fall and, you know, have probably have a great death. Right. But at the last second, he, like, grabs hold of the balcony and then just kind of slowly lowers himself onto the ground, <laughs> dying. He's just like, ah, come on. <laughs> uh, everything that happened in this. And then a roll. Wasted away again in Margaritaville. Looking for my lost shaker assault. Pew. <laughs> 
Some people claim that there's a woman to blame. Pew, pew. <laughs> but I know it's nobody's fault. <laughs> so we're back at the top of initiative. Uh, the Both of the guys that were firing down are dead. Uh, so it's a PC slot. I say we give it to Johnny. Johnny, uh, you have two light side points to play with and two black dice on this attack. Here's what I'm going to do because I'm mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw the pipe away, <laughs> and I wanna I wanna just brawl. Yeah. So I'm gonna do this, and then can I? F- I wanna flip a light side point. Yeah. So will that give me that? Uh, that will upgrade one of your dice. Yes. Green to a yellow. Yeah, I'm just gonna go at him. Do it. Just a like a swing at the face. That is two successes and a threat. Yeah, that, that looks like two successes and a threat. Uh, so that is doing how much damage? Five. Uh, five plus the two from your successes. That cut, brings it to seven. You actually hit this guy now. Um, what, 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 is, what does this look like? Le- Leenik throws away the pipe. Yeah, so he, he throws away the pipe. Uh, also... The the stun I have stun three. Oh, okay. For the shock gloves. So that's also dealing him stun damage. So I th- I throw away the pipe. I like activate the. I put my hands out and activate the gloves, mm-hmm. and then I I just wind up and clock him in the face. So yeah, you basically throw away the pipe. He's trying to shoot you. You grab like push aside the barrel of his gun and you club him across the face uh, with with one punch and then you come up his body Ugh. with an uppercut uh, that and activate the shot gloves with it so he's like seizing up a little bit as you uppercut him and he gets thrown back into the wall completely disoriented you said you had disadvantages yes so after it you like shaking out your hand because it hurt trist and there's no more people above us. No more people above us. This guy has, like, been punched uh, to the point where he doesn't have his weapon anymore, and he looks very badly hurt. Uh, yeah, Trish just aims his blaster at the guy who's, like, up against the wall and mm. fires. That's right. Triumph. A triumph, a mm, success, six. so that's two and successes. a disadvantage. Yeah, it's two successes, a disadvantage, and a triumph. Or, or a threat. A, a, a advantage... Or yeah. a threat, yeah. Um, I think I can use my triumph to uh, activate my my second weapon, right? Yes, you um, can definitely do that. So it yeah, do a ton so more damage. The guy's like up against the wall, and he's like kind of reeling out of it. And then Trist just like uh, uh, blasts him twice, and it, they both like hit him like in the chest. And he like he looks like he's going to be ready to fight, and then he just slumps down. Yeah, I'm assuming. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's uh, how much damage is that? It's a total of ten, I believe. Yeah, even with his five soak, which is a crazy soak for a villain, I'm assuming. He gets hit in the chest and like is barely conscious he's not he's not going to be a threat anymore a uh, bacta takes a barrel off of his head he throws it off all right where are they <laughs> yeah so uh the end of that combat uh i, I have something that i want to do mm-hmm. okay so so he's he's down pretty he's much. down i want to like kneel down in front of him mm-hmm. and i want to put my hand on like around his throat right and i activate the gloves and then i i, want, I say it was a prank card <laughs> it, was a prank, it was a prank scratch off. <laughs> and then the wife leaves his eyes. Uh, They're all winners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, as that. You as, stole that from the joke shop. Yeah. 
as Johnny, as or I'm sorry, as Lenik shocks that guy, uh, for some reason, though, even though it doesn't fit with the actual way the song goes, there's just another reprise of the chorus, and it ends in, but I know, and then he says, it was a joke thing, it's nobody's fault, and then the song cuts off. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I look at the bounty hunters that are strewn, or the bounty hunter that's strewn across the floor and his two friends, or his one friend that's down here. Uh, search them. See if we can figure out if they've got any uh, identification on them. This is too coincidental. They had to know, right? I want to know if we're being set up, if we're being followed, or both. Um, can I do a search? Yes. What would that be? Perception? Uh, yeah, that's perception. Uh, uh, difficulty of oop. one, because this is easy. One success, one advantage. Uh, you find you manage to find like his personal data pad. He is a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has a bounty list on it. However, the picture that is showing up is Tanner Langley's picture, um, and it is not your picture. Uh, it has uh, Agron on there. It has a lot of the thugs that you saw in the warehouse. Uh, they have like little profiles with little write-ups of them uh, outlined in red. And then in yellow, there are a bunch of random people. Like there is a, a spice merchant. Uh, there is a uh, lower level weapons dealer. There are a couple local gangs. And there are also pictures of the three of you. The only write-up it says is seen leaving his warehouse. Hmm. Well, it looks like we're on bounty hunter radars. These guys don't have any other identifying markers on them that puts them in a gang or... Uh, well, that you're going to have to make a roll of uh, what, Underworld. Underworld. Ooh, it's something that I have. What's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty on this is going to be two. All right. Even odds. And Lenik, you're entitled to this roll as well. All right, I'll do that. That is a perfect wash. That is a failure and an advantage. While you don't recognize uh, these people, Lenik, you do recognize uh, this sort of loadout that you would receive. Uh, This is clearly from somebody who has a wide network that they're working with. This isn't an individual bounty hunter. This is like a bounty hunter that's working with the equivalent of a temp office. You know, they have... Their thing is like, we don't pay as much as most bounty hunters get doing it on their own, but you've got the full backup of the Lakeshore Bounty Hunting Network. They have a lot of write-ups and information that are put into the network by bounty hunters, and that's like a point system. If you get so much information, you get paid. If you get so many kills, so many arrests, what have you, you get paid commission on that. It's not something you're into because, you know, you're your own boss. These are uh, a bunch of scabs, kind of. Either way, it looks like they were um, gunning pretty hard after Tanner. He's um, uh, a evil space monster. Yeah, we know. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, this is sock or <laughs> You know, this isn't supposed to happen here. Well, you- maybe maybe no one's trying to take him in for a crime. They're just trying to hit him. And lo- like, uh, like Carla said back there, people have been going after his operation for a while. This could be a rival outfit. Depending on how weak he is, too, this is probably a good time to hit him. Yeah, hmm. they're just taking all the resources they can. That's a good point. Either way, all it means is we have to watch our backs, especially when we go out for him. Now, the operation that we're going to bust up is their ships, their pirate ships that, that board people. I mean, he was nice enough to give us this airspeeder. I don't know if we're going to be able to take it out in ship-to-ship combat. We've probably got to fly in silently and take him out on foot. Yeah, this thing I wouldn't trust it to 
you know, get us there, let alone participate in a ship combat. I think our play is that we sneak in as best as possible. That sounds good to me. Ocelot targets, take them down one by one. Commando style. Yeah. Did you break his sniper rifle? No, you no, broke his other gun. Fine. Yeah. Uh, you may have use for that, I say, pointing to the sniper rifle. Don't you? You can use a yeah, sniper I rifle. Yeah, I can use a sniper yeah. rifle. I'm I familiar. Can. I guess I'll get the keys. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, it's up. It's already started. I mean, we don't, we don't especially need those keys. Yeah, but if I, if I recall these correctly, if it gets a certain way arranged okay. away from the key, yeah, fine. I'll I'll crawl into the sewer. No, is that I what mean, you want? What we can have, Linux. Linux, you're you're supposed to be some kind of engineer, right? Yeah, I mean, I am. Can well, can you? Hold you're supposed this? to be some kind of doctor, right? Yeah, well, I am. I'm okay. a medic, okay, not then. a doctor, right. by the way. So you'd come to me with grievous injuries, not not your headaches or or your sore throats or your general malaise or your seasonal affective disorder. You'd come to me with serious things. Okay, so we're like saying losing that- a limb. Lenik, you're an engineer um, who uh, is uh, like an architect of science and who can build things out of nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Pop open this sewer lid and fish out some keys from poop water. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> or, or he could simply hotwire the ship, right? Oh, yeah, you could do that as well. I present a third option. Okay. Give me five minutes. I go over to the gun that I split in half and I repurpose it into a... Key well, finding device. Why don't you roll it? <laughs> yeah, I want to see this. I want to see this roll. Uh, this is definitely mechanics? mechanics. Yeah. What's the difficulty to turn this into something that I can program to get the keys for us? I am going to put that at three. Okay. Because um, I think that should actually be difficult. It should. It should be impossible. <laughs> but I have the suspicion Lenik will roll well. That is who he is. That is a success. That's a success. Three disadvantages. Okay, uh, so this is like a wonky electromagnet device. It is going to anything small and metal in the area, it will pull towards you. But it will grab that key if you uh, activate it near that key. But it's also going to any other small metal objects that are nearby are also going to fly right at you. Okay. All right, guys. Uh... Here goes nothing. I drop the device into the sewer and I activate it. So a like you activate it and little metal shards from all over the air, the warehouse uh, whiz through the air at your hand and slice off a finger. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! What happened? What how do happened? You, how do you not feel that? Do, what you, do you not feel what? You just you just lost a finger. You just lost a finger, mate. What do you? Oh god! Oh, I feel it now. Oh my god! Okay, okay, try, try to stay calm. Uh, is this grievous enough? Is this grievous <laughs> enough? Yes, it's grievous enough. Wait, hold on, hold still. Let me take a look at it. Oh my god! I can't, I can't look, I can't look. Blood makes me want to throw up. Okay, well, don't look. Think about uh, soft, pleasant things. Also, I don't know if I'd call what you have in your body blood. Okay, it's blood. Just because it's green and goopy <laughs> doesn't mean it's not blood. Uh, so that is two successes and a disadvantage. This environment isn't exactly clean, but I can definitely suture this wound. Okay, uh, J- yeah, just whatever you got to do to reattach my finger. So, uh, if you do, you have any wounds that you've taken? Yeah, uh, you heal three wounds, and your finger is closed up. Uh, here, you might want to put that on ice. Victor or something. This thank, hurts a lot. Thank you for thank you for getting the keys back. Thank you for making it so that I will never have a finger on this hand again. Excuse me, you were the one who built that device, and I told you to hotwire the ship. 
Yes, but now we have the keys. Oh. Now we have the keys. Okay, we now have, we the, have keys. the keys. Okay. Should we have a um, vigil? Yeah. For my finger. Yeah. Should we have a little bit of a funeral? Should do we all want to say something about your finger? You were um, my favorite finger. That was your favorite finger. Yeah. Well, you right hand dominant. Yeah. As a left finger. Yeah, I know. I like an underdog. And uh, I'm only... The only solace I take is that you've got four strong soldiers carrying on the fight for you. Do we all want to say something about the finger? Or? I think this is strange to give a eulogy for an individual body part, but, you know, it, I've been impressed by what I've seen Mr. Gilo accomplish with that hand. Maybe I could have saved it if I had just taken that finger trap off. Uh, did you still have that on? I did well, I mean, it's off now because the finger's yeah, off. I know where the finger is. It's on the ground right yeah, here. I know where the here it is. is. Yeah, I'll put it back. Give me that. Oh, here you go. Thank you. I mean, it was a looked like a good finger. It looked like a str- strong finger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of fingers. It's a one of the few Rodian fingers that I've seen. It had a suction cup on it. It is all factually accurate. Okay, so let's throw it in the sewer and then no, be done with I'm it. No, I'm saving it. What? You're not bringing that finger on the ship. I'm bringing that finger. It's going to stink like finger. It's not going to stink like finger. I'll wash it. <laughs> you know, I'm not particularly attached to this ship. I think he can bring whatever he wants onto it. We're going to be in there Thank for a couple you, of hours. You really want the whole thing smelling like finger? I mean, we'll throw it in some Bicta or whatever. I'm sure there's an emergency kit on the ship. Okay, fine. But if I smell one whiff of finger, we're pitching that finger. What if it's your finger? Then I'll cut your finger off and throw it out. Okay, deal. <laughs> We uh we hop into the uh guy speeder. Air speeder. Air speeder. Sky speeder sounds better. I uh I wash my finger and then I take it and I f- like f- I I stick it to the dashboard with the suction cup. <laughs> so it's got the end of the finger with yeah. like, the bone and everything it's just sticking up. That's gross. And it, and like gross. as we fly it's it's like a hula, it waggles it waggles like, like, like a hula girl. Like a, girl. <laughs> like a bobble finger. Yeah. Uh so you take off. This is a pilot planetary. Is there a difficulty? Uh, so the difficulty, is, there's no difficulty yet. Uh, when you get out of the city, it is going to, you're going to have to go through a sandstorm. I'll go through a sandstorm. So that will be a, uh, that will be a two difficulty. So or actually three difficulty for the, well, it looks like you're going to succeed. Well, for, yeah, before that, uh, three successes and an advantage to getting it out of here. That's no oh, problem. got it. So you're, just yeah, roll you, three? Yeah. Ooh, it is a, oh, damn it, it's another even wash. No, it's not. It is one uh, threat. It's a failure and a threat. So the uh, sandstorm starts hitting you very hard. This ship is does not handle the way an outer space ship would. Uh, the an outer engine, space ship. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the like it's not as strong. The engines are so much weaker. You're getting tossed around by the environment quite a bit mm-hmm. to to the point where you're not actually sure you're on the right course anymore and there's no GPS that you can hook up to in this sandstorm. Uh, the sandstorm is blowing us all over the place. I have no idea if we're in the right place. Well, uh, maybe if we just tried to land and weather it out. I can bring it down, but I mean... Ugh. Or you could go above it. If you went above it, we could probably uh, reestablish a link with the satellite and at least get above where our target is. Back to, I, I appreciate your help, but this is Sakuro, okay? <laughs> This is Sakura. Okay. Sandstorms last for days here. Oh, but boy. He said to get above it. We could try, but the higher the climb, the harder the fall. I mean, that's... Are you planning on crashing? Yeah. 
Always. <laughs> I mean, I'm always. I always have crashing in the back of my mind. All right, I'm taking a step. Uh, another pilot planetary. Yeah, another pilot planetary. Difficulty three. Yes. We might crash. There we go. Oh, oh no, we no. don't. We don't go. Uh, it is an. Oh, it's another even wash. So you don't crash, uh, but. It is, like, the climb up is very difficult, too. And you can see uh, that the engine filtration system is starting to fail. Engine is 100% sand. <laughs> oh, this isn't good. Our engine uh, is 100% sand. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. Is it, wait, does it mean there's no other things in it but sand? Yeah, well, the engine's also made of sand because it's sand for sand. Basically, what the readout is saying is that our engines are about to fail. Okay. Well, then we need to take this down immediately. An immediate takedown in my book is called a crash, okay? Please, please do not crash the ship. You all said don't crash the ship. Then you said crash the ship. Please do not well, crash I said the go ship. above the sandstorm and get out of the sandstorm so that we could reassess our situation. All I'm hearing is crash the ship. I'm going to crash uh, no the ship. Everybody's seatbelts. I'm crashing the ship. Do not crash all right, the since ship. You have, uh, since you are used to crashing the ship, you get a blue die. <laughs> also, this is going down for a landing rather than trying to pilot through the storm, so I'm going to take the difficulty down by one. Okay. There it is. Yep. That's uh, So there's three threats and a... No, I think the It's just one success. Yeah, it's, it's an even wash again, except this time there's one success. So uh, you swoop down, piercing through the sandstorm. You can see the faint outline of a building. Like, oh, excellent. Barely see it at all, but it's there. And we like kind of like boof, doof, 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 and make a like skip across the sand uh, when we come down. Mm-hmm. Wow, as a for a crash, that was pretty good. Pretty effective crash, everybody. Hey, you've all been crashed. The finger, like, uh, you turn, you turn, and the finger has like moved from the dash and is now suction cupped onto Bacta's forehead. Yeah, it went very smoothly. Bacta, you got a finger on your face. Yeah, I know that I have a finger on my face. It's, it's my finger. <laughs> there you are. Thank you. I put it back on the dashboard. We may not be coming back to this. We'll leave it here. I take, I take it off the deck. <laughs> uh, yeah, we exit the ship and um, look towards the direction of the uh, building that we saw. Yeah, so uh, make a perception check. Difficulty is going to be two. Uh, there's a triumph. Yep, um, it is a straight-up triumph. You, in your smuggler's vest, you reach in to pull out these like goggles that uh, outline in green the outline of this building that you're looking at in the rangefinder, and it matches up to the building that you were looking for in your coordinates. This is the busted-up temple. Yep, we got the busted-up temple. It's about how many... How, what's the distance away? I'm going to say probably about... Uh, you know, 600 meters. It's about 600 meters out. Um, if we take the rest on foot, we can do it. We just have to come in stealthy if possible. Okay. How's uh, this for stealthy? Oh, very good. That's very good. You didn't <laughs> I, say anything I, I, afterwards. I know. I know. Uh, so let's make a group stealth roll. Uh, Who's got the best stealth? Is that how that works? I have three greens. I've I got also three have three greens. greens. So, so everyone. Everyone's got three greens. Johnny, uh, what's the difficulty? The There's going to be a blue die, and the difficulty is going to be due to purple. Uh, blue dye is from the sandstorm, and the purple is just regular. Two advantages. <laughs> we fail. <laughs> so we cut to like a long shot of us trudging through the sand as we approach this temple, and then you see red outlines around us as the binoculars come down off of a silhouetted figure who's looking from a window, and then we cut to us uh, entering the temple. <coughs> 
a sliding door, so. too <laughs> okay so we don't know what we're up against in this place one bird we know that that's true good count we don't know that we need to fight the bird i will fight the bird okay so we've got one vote for fight the bird one vote for don't fight the bird i'm undecided on the subject you gotta decide right now yeah fight the, the bird. Bird. Okay. <laughs> we fight the bird unless unless we think we can flip the bird for information you want to flip the bird right now we both flip leading the bird <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's not the finger that you lost. I know. We have to be careful. We don't know what we're up against here. One bird. <laughs> we know. Why do you keep saying that we don't know? We know there's one bird in here. Okay, but we don't know if we're gonna have to if we don't know if we're gonna fight the bird. We are going to fight the bird. What is the issue? <laughs> All right, let's take a quick bird vote. One for fight the bird, one for don't fight the bird? Yep. Okay, I think we should fight the bird. Great. Unless we can flip the bird. <laughs> Okay, we don't know what we're up against here. <laughs> no, we are stuck in a loop. Are we? We are. Let's move into the temple. Uh, so you guys walk into the temple. Uh, there's some light. That, like, uh, we use uh, flashlights to light up the area around us. This has a lot of Jedi markings on it. And it does, like, the construction is old. You know, it's thousands of years old. However, it looks like until a couple decades ago, it was lived in. So it's the 70s now. You know, you've got your Art Deco 30s aesthetic. This is a Jedi. This is an old Jedi temple, but it's not that old. That said, being out in the middle of this desert where there are days-long sandstorms has not been kind to this place. Even though you sealed the door, there are still puddles of sand all over this building. Um, Wet sand. And it's like Clay. it's it's hard to it's hard to breathe in here. You have you guys have to everyone has to like cover their mouth with a piece of cloth as they're moving through this area. Okay, but, we have to cover our mouth so we can breathe in this area. It appears to be very sandy here. But you know what? Let's switch to comms so we can all talk to each other naturally. Um. Okay. Here we are. On the roger. Camera. Roger. <laughs> We're transporting some sand for transport. For transport. <laughs> hmm. I don't like to look at this place. Oh, man, this is really bringing back some memories. I used to walk around the temple on Coruscant all the time. Did that one have birds too? Yeah. I mean, but like, there were birds that people meant to be there. Straka! Not like random birds. Why did you just say straka? <laughs> that was so loud and you are right next to me. That is, that example, me is that an example of one of the birds yeah, that were on Coruscant? Yeah, that would be like a Coruscant. Falcon. This is a stealth mission, okay? (laughs) Keep all the bird sounds to yourselves. You know what the birds sound like on Rodia? What what is it? We're going to get caught and killed because you guys are making bird sounds right now, okay? Stop with the bird memories. This is the ultimate stealth. They'll think we're birds. They'll think we're birds. Let's do it. Let's all pick a bird from the place that we're from (laughs) and pretend to be that bird. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, I want to talk about one of our affiliates, Alka Hollywood. 
Clint, Jared, and a guest talk about one movie each week, old or new, good or bad, and create a custom cocktail and drinking game for it. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a combined presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, peace is a lie. There is only passion. Passion.